I just don't even do it anymore because because my computer's like the fans. I don't know what it is. My computer's super quick. Doesn't I don't get any kind of lag, but the yeah. fucking fans on my computer kick in. Oh, and they go really loud from nothing. <laughs> That's fun. That's nice. All right, what are we on episode twenty? Episode twenty. These are the questions that you gathered in all that time. I read a yeah. shit ton of questions. You picked three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep this thing to 45 minutes or less. <laughs> all right. For 30 minutes, we'll go for an hour. All right. We'll try that. We'll see how, we'll see how close we get to that. Do you like that first one? Yeah, I like that first one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is everybody's interaction with it. Oh, I'll save it for. I mean, we could just kick right into it. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready for this first question? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Wait, John. hold on. What you said? Everyone's interact. What? What were you about to say? Oh, uh, uh, everyone's. Man, I don't now. I'm, now I'm blanking on exactly what I was going to say. Now you don't know what you were going to say. But pretty much every what everybody sees from us is this podcast. So nobody sees our interactions. Oh, like in real life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In real oh, yeah. life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what I really like too is like when I do like talks or something or I'm in a meeting and they're like, oh, how come Brent didn't come? And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't show up to this. He's in Canada. <laughs> He's 3,000 miles away in a fucking waste away tundra shithole. <laughs> <laughs> do, you get, do you get that often? That's weird, eh? Yeah, it's happened a few times. Well, more, more, than a few, more than a few times actually. Is that weird that I've become a, a point of conversation? Uh, uh, um, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I, I think I think I think you've run your course, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And then everybody's just gonna listen to this podcast and be like, "Brand doesn't seem that bad." John's pretty rude to him all the time. <laughs> Why do you get rid of him? <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. All right. Well, let's go into the first question then. It's a good, right. a good uh, segue. John, why are you so cruel to Brent? Poor kid is constantly abused. Well, there's one main reason. He's he's of the ginger variety. <laughs> and I my understanding is that the universe has come to an agreement that anyone with red hair should be picked on at all times. Is this true? You know what's crazy is I never got picked <laughs> on for having red hair. <laughs> It just like went. Yo, I think the funny part is, is I just love that that's like a thing. But I knew I knew plenty of people with red hair. No one ever picked on them. Is that like a fifties thing? Like in the fifties, like a like a Leave It to Beaver like era type of thing? No, man. It was right around the time when like South Park did. It was South Park the kick a ginger. Yeah, but that was a joke beforehand. That was already mm. like a thing that people knew. I remember this kid in grade nine came up and kicked me and I kicked him back so fucking hard yeah. that I, I broke my toe, which is probably pretty easy to do, but I still fucked him up enough yeah. that like it was never a deal after that. I limped for like two weeks, three weeks, but yeah, fuck that kid. So you broke your toe. Yeah. Would you call that a ginger snap? <laughs> Dude, how, <laughs> Dude, how much do you hate puns? Even though you make them a lot. No, I love puns. There's nothing wrong with puns. I absolutely Dude. love puns. 
But some I love pun. them. I know all puns. I love every pun. Every <laughs> single good one. one. That was a pretty good one. I know it was a good one. It was a damn good one. Um, why am I so cruel to Brent? Because he is he's the intern. What do you how else are you supposed to treat an intern? I don't understand. Well, it's 2019 though. So when 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 the interns start marching on washington demanding respect (laughs) then maybe i'll consider it but uh, up until this point no no we don't got time for that we're too busy fucking Uh -uh. oh man no it's so funny too because um i don't even like i make like such a joke out of it that i i forget who i'm talking to sometimes so like we had a we had like um an offer to do the podcast for an event, which I haven't officially signed off on yet, so I'm not going to say what it is. Um, but but they were just like, oh, yeah, can you can you give us the information for this and that and the other thing or whatever about the podcast? And I was like, sure, I'll get my slave to do it. <laughs> Dude, I did it. Yeah, I know you did do it, but it was so funny. Like, I didn't even think about like that. I was just like joking, you know, but I'm just like, oh, shit, I don't know if anyone knows I'm joking when I go, when they say oh, I, you say, like, you I say that in a meeting? Yeah, but I was just kidding. Like I was, like I was just I was being obnoxious. But like I said it, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Dude, they don't. They have no idea. I, they have no idea. <laughs> uh, they don't know what goes on in, in between these four walls. Oh man, <laughs> they don't. They don't. No, nobody does. I could definitely. I could uh, play into this. This. Uh, what, what are you? The abused, the abused intern. Yeah, I could be like, man, John's a real prick. I'm gonna write a book one day. Oh, and uh, that's not a good thing for me. Yeah, don't worry, man. You'll be long gone, and uh, <laughs> I'll be long gone. I mean, I'm and, older than you, but I'm not that much older than you. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be 75. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you this much though. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna outlive you. Yeah, I, I mean, I tell you this all the time. I'm scared that you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a really interesting day when I finally visit your grave in the Canadian tundra and I desecrate it. Oh man. <laughs> Dude, I have to ask you this then. Yeah. When did you in your life, because I've I've reached that point now, and I think it's like biologically probably too, where things are starting to like I'm like, man, I don't like before I wouldn't care if I broke my teeth or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I'm like concerned like how that's going to affect me long term oh yeah no i definitely think about the long term for sure i think about the long uh i don't know 25 no i don't think so oh actually yes yeah i think about i think about 25 yeah no that sounds about right actually you know what's crazy is 24 25 yeah that's when men's brains uh start figuring that shit Uh, out that's really funny because that's like that's like when i started noticing things were a little different you know, I'm just like, huh, I don't remember that being like that. Yeah, you know? dude. And I'm just like, hmm, huh, huh. There was like a lot of that in between the ages of 24 and 25. Huh. Oh, yeah, like look, just how that started happening. Or- <laughs> oh. Is just, that like, you- just like all sorts of shit. Yeah, just like my hairline was a little different, you know, yeah. like all sorts of stuff like that. And then and then now you're 36. I'm 36 now, yeah. And... uh I think we talked about this too, where you, where you start talking about you, you're comfortable now, like with who you are. I'm pretty good now. Yeah, I feel good. I feel which good. is also biological. I'm in the best shape of my life, which is really good too, because I, I, uh, I exercise more now than I ever have. 
So I'm like more fit now than I've ever been, which is nice because I like to be 36 and like see other 36 year olds and what they look like with a shirt off. And I yeah, feel pretty good that, about myself. <laughs> dude, that's, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm doing now is like trying to make sure that that just becomes like a lifestyle thing. Yes. So that, it's nice. When, what, it's nice. When did you start? What? When start, you start exercising again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, about five or six years ago. Oh, my, when my daughter was born, cause my wife was just like, she wanted to get back into shape after, um, she gave birth. So she started doing kickboxing and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was I was just like naturally, I was always naturally athletic, you know, so I never really thought about like having to exercise because I never really got fat or anything like that. Never, I never really got to the point where I was just like, eh. but I definitely noticed um, I was softening up, but I still did, you know, like I just didn't, I was just like a, like a, like a gray blob, you know, no, no, yeah. no real shape. And then, um, and then I remember climbing up the stairs to bed and like being out of breath and being like, oh, that's not a good sign. You know, like, yeah. it's not like I ran up the stairs. I just walked up the stairs and I was like, <gasps> you know, and I was like, oh shit, I should probably do something about this. <laughs> Does that ever get you though? Where like you do something like I, I always did cardio and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, fine. And then I started yeah. weightlifting. I was like, fuck, this is really fucking me up like really quick. Yeah. Which sucks. What, weightlifting? Yeah, like, well, just getting fucked up in any way. And realizing, yeah. like, oh, shit. What do you mean? But it, like, I'm like not hurting, as good as I thought I was. Like, hurting yourself? Mm-mm. Just being, like, fatigued really quick. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. So, I, I went to the gym. So, um, Brian, my trainer, my friend who breaks your balls all the time. Yeah. Um, when, I, so I went to the gym. He and his girlfriend run this gym in our area. And uh, that's where that's where my wife was going. So she brought me there. And the first thing we did, so our idea was we were going to do like couples workouts. So we're just going to work out together. So my wife was like light years ahead of me in terms of like what she was able to do uh, physically. And I didn't realize I was just like, oh, my God, I didn't I didn't know I was this bad. And then they did like this, uh, this like a, like a quick test to see like where I was at. And I think I maybe made it like five or 10 minutes in and I felt like I was going to throw up my entire skeleton. And I was like, I need to stop now because I'm going to die. <laughs> Dude, isn't that the weirdest feeling? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. That, man, I just had that feeling like uh, two weeks ago. I did uh, sled pushes on grass and like at the end of it, I, I just like fucking was kneeling there and I was like, Wait, was I'm, fucking most Canadian shit I ever heard in my life. No, man, it's like it's like turf bushes, like turf, and you load weights on a sled. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we like know a, like dogs, like a football player, not like a not like yeah, you're yeah. in like a okay, yeah, okay, I got yeah. you. Not like and you're then, like chasing the abominable snowman with like my my uh, sled dogs. <laughs> No, and, and I was kneeling there like uh, in in car, for, wait for cars in Canada. Do they call everything like dog power instead of horsepower? <laughs> <laughs> that bad boy's got twelve dog power. <laughs> twelve huskies. <laughs> I think <it's> twelve huskies. <laughs> oh man, are you ever? That's such a dumb term, horsepower. Horsepower. Like, yeah, when it first came out, it was like yeah maybe. Now though, like. 
200 horsepower? I don't even yeah. know what that means. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if I had 200 horses in my driveway, that shit would be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, when was the last time you seen 200 horses? I don't know, but they would probably shit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> dude, horses are nasty. Horses are crazy. Yeah. The horses are real crazy. They're giant animals. My my daughter started taking horseback riding lessons over the summer. Are you scared for her? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's so funny because like the first thing I told her, I go, listen, when you when you when you're with the horses, number one rule is you do not stand behind the horse. Right? Yeah. So I drop her off. She's doing a thing, she's taking the lessons or whatever. I show my wife and I show up go to pick her up and where's the first place I stand? You stand right behind the horse. Right man. behind the horse. And Erin, er- 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 my wife, she's just like, she's like, hey. And I'm like, what? She's like, don't stand there. And I was like, why not? I stay wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, have you seen videos of people getting kicked in the head by the horse? Oh no. And I'm not going to watch them. Dude, that'll scar you. Yo, that's like a real millennial thing that you're like always just watching videos of things on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen a video of that. Like, I don't watch videos of things on the internet. I don't do it. Yeah, man, isn't that crazy that our grandparents, like, that's just something. And even our parents, that's just something they they didn't. Literally anything you can name, I can just go look at it on the internet. And I'm like, it creates a situation where you're not excited to, like, leave your house. I've seen a lion. I don't need to see a lion. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I've seen a lion, too. I've seen lions like mall people. I've seen lions do everything, man. I don't need I've, to go to a zoo. You see that lion that like hugged that dude? You just guy, gave him a hug? Yeah, like that guy like raised the lion since it was a baby. Oh, and then yeah, it, like, yeah. they, he like sets it free and then he like goes back into the jungle. Like and years the lion, later. Yeah, the lion comes charging at him and everyone's like, oh shit. And then it like and gives it just, him, yeah, it, like gives him a big hug and everyone's like, aww. <laughs> I wonder... At what point though is that thing just gonna be like, I'm hungry now? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay, en- enough enough chit chat. Now yeah. it's now it's eating time. <laughs> nice seeing you, Steve. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. That is that is a that is a kind of a shitty. Now I feel bad for saying I've I've seen a video the other day. Of what, a horse. You feel bad about that? Yeah. My gra- my my grandfather was pretty tech savvy though. So he definitely watched videos on the internet before he died. Yeah, but I mean, growing up, no, he had his well, I mean, life to my no, no, my grandfather used to listen to the radio growing up. Yeah, he would tell me stories about that all the time <laughs> when he heard something on the radio. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they would do. Everybody would just go into the apartment and just like sit around the radio at night, which is uh. It's good. It's it's great. But Can you I mean, imagine I, doing that? No. I what I would suggest is that everyone gets an iPhone and puts an iPhone on a table, and after dinner, everyone sits around an iPhone, uh, sits around the iPhone and listens to the Nose Nose podcast until they're ready to go to bed. <laughs> oh, dude, I would do that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, like the like the fucking four year olds and like the eight year old are listening. Yeah, man, I think they'd love it. I, they would definitely love it. We, we're right up their alley, man. I think our humor is kind of in their range. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're dumb like eight-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> um, you ready for this next question? Yeah, I'm ready. 
In your last episode, you talked about how people post on Instagram just to show off. I'm starting to post my work on, I'm starting to post more work on my Instagram and was wondering where the line between trying to be famous and wanting to be recognized for potential jobs. I feel like Instagram is my only platform right now and to be heard by other agencies and companies for potential jobs or freelance. Thank you. I have three problems with this question. Okay. Yeah, you go. Question number, uh, problem number one is how, and this isn't, this isn't this person's fault. This is just the, this is just the way things have evolved. People say my Instagram, my Facebook, you know what I mean? As if it's like a, uh, like a like an actual object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not oh, like it's no not where I thought you were gonna go with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like this for some reason, this is like some weird like grammatical thing that always yeah, bugs yeah, me. Yeah. They don't say like my Instagram profile or my Instagram account. They just say my Instagram. When Instagram is the platform, yes, it's not the name of the profile that you have, right? I don't even know if I could be mad at that because I, I definitely do it. I know you do it. It's just like everybody does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you're totally right. I, it's just like it, it just like bugs me so much that like I, I don't know. Like there's no way to fix that. You know, it's just what, it's just how it works. It's just what people say. So. I'm just not I get thrilled you. about it. No, this irritates me as well. <laughs> this is a little off topic, but definitely to your point, which is. And and I'm sorry if people people de- listening definitely do this. Yeah, and they need to stop it. Uh, <laughs> Take it is, from rent the intern. <laughs> when people go, you're you're talking to them and they go, you have no relation, and they go, oh yeah, mom and dad love that. Oh, that shit pisses me off. No, I don't know yeah. why. You know what's e- wait wait no you know what's even worse is when people just are just like. Like, okay, I'm telling you a story. Like, oh, so we went to the beach the other day and, uh, you know, Richie over there was just like saying this and that and the other thing. And you're just like, who, who's Richie? I don't know I anybody know named Richie. <laughs> it's the worst. I hate that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mary Ann says that all the time. Like, yeah? <laughs> Fuck Mary Ann. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's exactly what uh, 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 Jerry says all the time. He's he's not a fan of Mary Ann. Oh, dude. But the mom and dad thing specifically? I don't know if I ever heard that, actually. Maybe that's... I've People are just saying, like, mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll be like, uh, oh, yeah, the other day, mom, uh, she did this. Or, or like, oh, my dad... Or they don't even say my dad, they just, right? Because that would be normal. They go, they go, dad, oh, dad loves that. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone <sighs> say that. The only, time, the only time I've ever heard that is at a funeral parlor. When someone dies, that's like a grandparent or something like that. And they're like, what was mom's favorite flowers? You know, that makes shit sense like, though, because everybody knows the context. kind of Right. Like. But it's just like the funeral director. I'm just like, dude, are you my cousin? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, they're the ones who say, like, I appreciate that they do it because they're like trying to be comforting. But like at the same time, it's just like, uh, dude, that's not your mom. <laughs> that ain't your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely. So I think we answered this guy's question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So part two, the the, the next thing that, that kind of annoys me is, okay. So he, he, he or she is wondering where the line is between being famous and wanting to be recognized. The line is don't want to be famous. 
Yeah. <laughs> don't do it because you want to be famous. Like, don't do anything because you want to be famous. Because that's also not, do not going to make you famous. And also, that's going to make you annoying. Definitely. Any kind of recognition. You shouldn't want any kind of recognition, realistically. I think, no, I think it's okay to want recognition. I think it's not okay to want to be famous. Do you know, yeah, okay. is it, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. understand the difference? Yeah, like, definitely. Wanting to be famous um, means that, uh, like, people want to worship you, that you feel like you deserve praise. Wanting recognition is just uh, people acknowledging the fact that you do something well. That you work hard for something and people acknowledge the fact that you put effort in and you do a good job at it. I think that's the difference between recognition and fame. When you're saying I want to be famous, no one's ever saying I want to be famous because I'm really good at something. They just say they want to be famous. Yeah. They're missing that whole first part. I mean, people, what they should do is go out, pick a few of your favorite designers, look at their work, and decide if they're famous or if they deserve recognition. For their work. Uh, yes. Yes. That's a good, yeah, that's, that's, that's a very, I think that's, I think that's a good uh, exercise, you know, like, are you looking at someone and are they actually producing um, quality ideas? Are they, are they kind of like uh, adding to kind of like the, the larger creative consciousness or are they just kind of like skimming off the top of other people's work and just kind of like repurposing it, you know, yeah. so that people pay attention to them? So then would you say the line that like also then a line for posting on Instagram is if you're creating it to post on Instagram, yeah. that's the problem. I think that's a problem. It's okay if like occasionally you're doing a post that will be on Instagram. He, you know, you know what else is the problem is that originally I used to like I, I used to really like Instagram because I felt like it was almost kind of like this like digital journal type of thing. Yes. So it was cool to make something for Instagram. You know what I mean? Because you're just like, oh, this is just like for my my kind of like s digital sketchbook type of thing. You know? Didn't, but we but, I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think it's I think it's kind of twisted and turned into is this weird bastardized version of that because now people can make money off of it so yeah you know are you and how does that make you feel does that make you mad i think are, i think that people should make money any way that they can that as yeah. long as it doesn't hurt another person um so i'm not mad at the money aspect of it i'm just mad at the fact that like the way people capitalize on it and then instantly just become shitty you know like, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> I, I seen it, like, that makes me think of this uh, brand that I just seen on Instagram. And in their, in their uh, description, it was like, it started off saying, our brand means, and then it went on to t talk about what the brand meant. And mm -hmm. it's like, if you, if you're writing a description, that's like, what our brand means. Mm -hmm. it's like that that's fucked up like you should you should you should represent what your brand means it shouldn't be like hey everybody this is what we mean so you're saying like they have to spell it out because it doesn't make sense if you just look at their stuff and in a way that's social media in general like like things have to be you have to put it out so quick that there's no like people need to need to see it and understand what it means because nobody's going to come back to your shit in a month to see how you've progressed yeah yeah 
Yeah, I guess because it's so disposable. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I pretty much quit Instagram. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, kind of me too. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Like, I, I kind of am so sick of it, you know? Like, I appreciate Twitter for the fact that, like, sometimes it's, like, funny. And then when baseball season hits, I just, like, talk baseball, you know? Yeah. I like that because it's just, like, people to talk baseball with. Um, Instagram just feels like a chore. It just yeah, it feels does. like a total chore. It doesn't even feel fun. No, dude, I feel, and I'm like addicted to it. So I still open it every day and that's scroll a, through that's it. That's a shame. I, I'm actually pretty good at like not opening up social media for the most part. Like, you open Twitter daily. Uh, yeah, but I don't read anything on it. I open it and I like look at the news part real quick. And then I get really annoyed because everything that they have on the news thing is really stupid. And then I close it and then I'm done. And then I'm like, all right, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're... So, so for the, for this guy, yeah. Uh, okay, so the third thing that annoys me about this, and this is not this has nothing to do with this person. This is just kind of the world we have we have cultivated for ourselves, which is yeah. really shitty. The fact that <clears throat> people have to be worried that Instagram is the only platform where agencies or companies are going to see their work is so stupid. Because yeah. what happens if it turns out that the uh, like like Facebook or whatever is actually running some kind of like massive uh, drug smuggling ring, and then and then the you know the technology is all just a front, right? And then like the government goes in and shuts them down, or something happens. As a, I don't know, there's like some kind of chaotic something or other, or like uh, their servers overheat and uh, everything just like disappears forever, and I don't know, some kind of freak thing, and it just disappears. Something happens and it's gone. Would that means you're not going to get work anymore? Yeah, you know, yeah, like this. There's, there's other like it's it's crazy to like if someone asks me like, well, how do you do it? I'm just like, well, shit, I don't even remember now because it was so long ago that I was doing this to get work in the first place. I don't even remember because there's just like, where do people look? Where do people go? The fact that people go to one place means that young designers don't even have website portfolios anymore. Which is a shame because that is kind of the best the best way to represent yourself because you have total control over it. You know, you make your portfolio look like you. That's part of your story. Like, I don't want to go to someone's por- like someone's Instagram page. Say, I'm not going to say it. Someone's Instagram page or their profile and look at their stuff and judge that as a portfolio, because number one, a portfolio should be a limited set of pieces so that you can see like the best of the best. Number two. It should be designed in a way that represents you as best you can. And number three, that particular design shows a way that you are problem solving to represent a particular brand. And that brand is yourself, you know? So like all those things are very necessary. Like if I see a designer or an illustrator or somebody on Instagram, they don't have a website. Like I'm always just like, eh, not interested. I, I honestly get mad. <clears throat> to be you should. Honest, when, when in the description there is no website. Now I gotta check and see if I have a fucking my website. In I my don't think you do. <laughs> no, I totally do, don't I? I think I might have. Oh no, I do. I mm. do. It goes to a product. Right. 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 It goes yeah. to your Valentine's Day T-shirt or whatever. Yeah. 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 Good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it's frustrating because I see an Instagram and if I kind of like the work, it's weird. But I always want to go see 
if I like a like a, a like a single piece on Instagram, I mm-hmm. want to see how that works in the larger. Like yeah. How they've laid it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to see what like a case study looks like. I want to see like I want to see what their about page looks like. I want to see what their logo looks like for themselves. You know, like like what are their color choices? Like I don't give a shit of what the Instagram like profile looks like. No. You know, it just makes everybody look the same, but not in a good way. Yeah, like. If you're a creative person, you should want to distinguish yourself in whatever way you can. And putting your work only on a single tiny platform where your pictures are no bigger than three and a half inches across is not doing anybody any good. You know? Yeah. That's a big thing, too, is like, is I really don't care about your Instagram, but your website a long time ago. Mm hmm. Fucking love that thing. Yeah. I used to check that thing like a couple times a week. Really? I mean, you wouldn't post that often. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where Instagram's nice, like to see kind of currently where somebody's at. Which but is we, it's 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 good for that reason. It's good as like a like like for really subsidizing like content. But it's not good for for being like the main point of contact or or main point of like design or gallery showcase of what you do. But then do you think then in that sense though somebody still needs an Instagram? I don't think I mean I don't think it hurts. I think it's good to have something as long as you have a home base type of thing. You need you need a flagship. What is your flagship? Instagram is not anyone's flagship. It shouldn't be. You know what I mean? You should have something to lead the way. And then Instagram or Twitter or Dribble or Behance or any one of those things should just be there to kind of like help boost you into other areas where people might not be seeing your work. It should always lead back to your homepage, to your own website. Yeah. You know, that's like if you were just like uh, in the old days when we used to bring black leather portfolios to interviews and shit like that. You know, it was interesting if you brought a different looking portfolio, people would pay attention to you. If you didn't just bring a black leather, like big suitcase looking thing and you brought something else, people Did paid you? attention to that. I brought something else. Yeah. I made little books and I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I, ha- I left the books there. So I made oh, like a shit ton of it. So instead of bringing a portfolio, I made a little book and I left it with them so they could keep it. And that, I thought that was like a good way for people to remember me. Yeah. You know, it worked. I guess it so. Worked. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I don't work with those people anymore. So I don't know. (laughs) Oh man. No, I agree. I. I mean, we go off rants. We go off on rants about Instagram and social media in general every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Constantly, because it's just like it's it's just because you you also see what it's done to the world. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like it's the same type of thing, like if you have like a, like a sibling or a cousin or something that got into drugs and you see like now all they do is they're just like kind of like weird and cracked out and they just like steal from you and like do weird things. And then they're never around when you need them. And they're just like, they, they're only interested in one thing. And it's just, you know what I mean? Like you're just like, Oh man, remember, remember Billy before he got into those, uh, you know, like those cat tranquilizers, you know, <laughs> like that's what social media is now. Like people are so addicted to it. They can't stop, but it's yeah. turned them into a shell, like a shell of what they were. Like, I don't know. And then you, you see like how it affects politics and 
the economy and news and all sorts of things where people people don't bother actually learning anything for themselves anymore. You know, it's a headline and they read the headline, they get outraged. And yes. And how and I mean you and me, we're just as guilty of it too, because it's yeah. just like what you're trained to do now, because you see it and it's just like, oh, uh, you know, uh your favorite brand uh, drowns puppies, you know? And then you you're just like, what? Fuck that brand. Yeah, but, yeah, but like you just, but no one even reads it. You, it it could not have anything to do with that, you know. It's just like, it's just like in people just want to be outraged, and they want to be they want to feel special, all at the same time. So like it, it's it's just so dumb because like why 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 should anyone pay attention to you while you're also being like incredibly frustrated and annoyed at the same time. You know, like there's all these like weird things that start becoming kind of like what you deal with on a daily basis. And if you don't look at social media for the day and you talk to someone on the phone and you go out to a store and you bump into someone on the sidewalk, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's what it's like to be a person. You know, dude, I don't know how you feel, but we last last episode, we had a talk where we were talking about not freaking out and losing it up, losing it on people or like, yeah, in cases. Right. And like. Yeah, like being more human, I guess. Yeah. Like not and it's really weird because I think like a lot of the time you just want to treat people or it's easy to treat people like shit when when you just deal with them through a social media platform. Yeah, because it's and it's so funny too, because like I remember like the early days of the internet when um it would be like and I'm talking like mid-90s or so, and and everyone had like a screen name or a handle or an alias or something like that. And people would say like really weird shit and do weird things. And I remember like it was always the thing. It's just like, well, yeah, of course they're going to do weird things. They're anonymous, you know. But now nobody's anonymous. Everyone is – you could like straight up it's just like it's it's friggin', uh, you know, Michael from Indiana. And there's his picture with him and his family and he's just like saying super racist shit or he's just like threatening to blow up a school or something like that. And he doesn't yeah. care that people know who he is. You know, which is fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, fucked up. It's so scary because yeah, yeah, yeah. because the fact that people are behind the screens still feel like they're detached. I think from the reality of it, so that when they go out and finally act upon the things that they're saying, you're just getting like this like weird perversion of reality, and it's just like we're all just kind of used to it now. Yeah, dude, I never thought about that, but that's that's uh, that's definitely true. It's horrible, is what it is. There's no going back. No, but and but you, the thing is too is like you kind of see. Well, I don't know. There might be going back. I mean, I feel like people are starting to get like social media fatigue, kind of. You know, like even just listening to us talk about like how we don't really keep up on Instagram anymore. I feel like maybe that's starting to become like more of a common thing. You know. Yeah, like I just I just bought a Polaroid camera. Nice. And those photos, I think I might have posted a photo, maybe actually. But was that the picture of you and your girlfriend? Yeah, that was. I, I love those things, man. Nice little tangible piece of, you know, life. Dude, I, I, I like it so much. And it, and the thing is, is I've we've taken so many now that will just be for us. Does yeah. that make sense? Yep. Yeah, and of course. It's dumb because it's like I don't know, it's it's just gonna sit there on a shelf and collect dust, but I don't know, man. I was going through like my grandpa's old photos and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're fucking awesome. Of course. 
And I love that no one else has them. Right. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's the same reason where like, so in, in terms of like digital, right? Like I take a shit ton of pictures cause I have a family and that, and especially as a father, like I'm always taking pictures of my daughter, you know, like weird things that my dog does, like whatever, but I don't post them, but like, I still keep them and either it's like iPhoto or Google photos or something like that. Like they're just for me. Like I like just having them for me. Like I, now that there is, um, ways to be able to store all your pictures yeah. and like look at them in a normal way. And, and it does, it's not like you get like a hundred pictures and then you got to start over somewhere else. Yeah. You know, like it, that then now it feels better for it just being for me and nothing else. Have you done those like, uh, iPhoto books? What I do, so so um, there's a company, Artifact Uprising. Artifact Uprising. Which I highly recommend to everybody. They they print beautiful, beautiful books and, you know, framed things and all that stuff. I do, once a year, I've done basically like a family album. And I give it to my wife for Christmas every year. So I take like, I throughout the year, like I take my favorite pictures and I lay them out in one of these like big, thick hardcover uh, photo books that they make and I and I give it to my wife at the end of the year so we have like six of them now I started Fuck doing you, it when my daughter was born it's awesome it's great because you sit there and it's just a book that's like 200 pages long and you just go through and you could put like a couple pictures on there you could make a spread you can have like two you know like it's it's beautiful and it's a yeah. piece that's it's just a, like a legit family album and you could do it for every year and you have a beautiful library of family photos and it's it's like it's it's one of the one of my favorite things to do at the end of the year for sure yeah. that hurts me dude thinking about like me and aaron constantly say we got to take more photos together and that photo i post is like literally like the first photo that we've taken together in like five years yeah we just don't take photos like at all no i know you know like the funny thing is too is like there's never pictures of me because i'm always the one that takes pictures yeah. So like no one else is taking pictures. No one takes pictures of me like with my daughter. I have to like yell at my wife. I'm just like, will you get the camera? Look, this is adorable. You know? <laughs> I want to remember this. Can you please goddamn take a picture of this casual moment that just happens? <laughs> Dude, and see, that's where social media is maybe even, even fucked like those moments up is like, because you're taking a photo to share it. You're not doing it for yourself or like right. for, for your daughter right. or dude. Yeah. Oh my God. How, how bad is it? Like just, and I know this is like, a, this is essentially a cliche to talk about now, but the people who just like stage stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it is funny. We took my daughter to Disney world last year and we're walking through and there's all the people who were like wearing the matching outfits and all the shit or whatever. And I'm just like, Oh my God, get me out of here. But, um, <laughs> but there was, I saw a lot of like Instagram Disney people. And what I, what I mean by that is just like, they're like maybe like people like younger, like 20 somethings that were like doing very specific poses, like in front of the castle, like wearing the ears, doing the whole thing. And I saw like their friends taking pictures of them with the, with the phones. And then when the pictures were done, they took off all the shit and then just went on their way. Like they literally did that. To just be like, look at what I'm doing this day at Disney World. But literally, it was for like 25 seconds. Actually, maybe it was more like eight minutes because they had to like take 200 versions of the picture in order to yeah, get yeah, it yeah. right to look like the most candid they could get it to look, you know? 
So you should just grab their phone and spiked it into the ground. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> just like smack it out of their hands. <laughs> Dude, th- you know what's weird is I kind of got a little self-conscious because with the Polaroid camera, I, I realized it took us a lot longer to take a photo. Because you're like, this is a fucking $3 yeah. click right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't fuck so it you, up. You're definitely not faking the moment, but you're like, you, is it lined up? Like, is it on me? Yeah, you know what I, mean? I know. Taking a selfie, you don't fucking know. I know, I know. My yeah. my my daughter actually, um, she's she has a Polaroid camera. She's really into it, and she takes yeah. she takes pictures of everybody, and it's really cute because uh, she takes pictures of herself with it too. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god, like when did this happen? Like she's just like, and it's so funny because she sees it on all the shows that she watches. Yeah, like people doing that, but yeah. she's doing it with a friggin' Polaroid. And it's so funny that she's doing it like old school way and doesn't realize the disconnect, you know, between the whole thing. How old is your daughter again? Six. Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say no phone yet or anything. No, no, not yet. She's got an iPad though. What age do they get phones? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I want to give her a phone like now. It's so funny because like now she can, she's, she's like just about learned how to read and write. Yeah. So she can, um. Like she can read books, she can write her homework and stuff like that. And we started like texting a little bit from her iPad, but like I found myself like in the in like like er, like the early daytime, ten eleven o'clock, where I think of something. I'm like, oh my god, I want to text her. Like I want to text my daughter while she's at school, and I'm like, oh, I forgot she's six years old and in kindergarten and doesn't have a phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Like that's... I just have that impulse, you know? Like oh, yeah. I want to tell Fiona this. It's my daughter's name, Fiona. Yeah, you could call, call her on her cell phone. Yeah. Hey, I got to tell you this. Yo, check this out real quick. What age do they get computers? Because that's like early and earlier now, right? Like everybody has computers in high school. Do people have computers now? I think in high school, yeah. Like everyone's got laptops. Do they? Yeah. I don't know. I know like like a ton of people that don't even have computers. They just have cell phones now. Because like a lot, Dude, of people I, don't, a lot of people don't need computers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But what if you need Word and stuff like that? I mean, honestly, I you, need, you just use an you, iPad. Yeah, that's true. And like Google Docs or something like that. That's more than enough. Do I miss the times of just like meeting up with your friends and your phone's going to die and it dies and it didn't matter because yeah. like you were already with your friends. So yeah. it was no big deal. Yeah. And Yo, like, go ahead. The, the best, the best thing was like when I was in high school, my parents got a cell phone. My parents yeah. got one cell phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was like yeah. cell phones were new. It was a gigantic phone. It was like, I don't even know. It was just huge. And it had like and a big antenna. Well, anytime, anytime I would go out, yeah, my parents would be like, take the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have to keep the phone off and then turn it on when I needed to make a phone call. And then when I made the phone call, I would turn it back off again. Yeah, yeah. which was just for them to come pick you up. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, yeah. That, well, I might have been driving at that point, but- um, it was more like, here I am, I'll be home at 11 o'clock or whatever, you know, or in case I needed it for an emergency, like if the car broke down or some shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, I miss that. Cause now my phone, you get to a place, your phone's dying and you're like, do you have a charger? Yeah. Cause I need to fucking stay connected to this thing. That Dude, I if, if my phone is dead, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with my life. 
How do you live with a dead phone? I can't. I can't do it. What am I supposed to do for two seconds without my phone? Did I just went for like, for what, like close to a week without a phone at the beginning or at the uh, middle of last year, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was, dude, it was, it was fucking weird. Yeah. It is it, weird, isn't it? Yeah. You feel lost. You feel like out of the loop. I felt like I hadn't talked to my family in weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yo, it was really funny too because I, I have an Apple Watch. Um, and it's so funny because I hate wearing watches, but I just love like, having like this constant stream of data, you know, <laughs> like especially about like my heart rate and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, so the other day I was just like, I was so overloaded and so stressed out. And um, I I went to go like take a shower and like help my wife with something or whatever. And I, tur- I took my watch off and I put my phone on the desk downstairs and I went upstairs without either of them. And I felt so free yeah it was crazy i was just like no one can bother me absolutely no one has any ability to bother me right now because i left all that shit downstairs but then are you like you you went and got it pretty quick i mean when i was done yeah Yeah. (laughs) like Like i I fucking rushed doing what i was doing (laughs) like 25 minutes later you know i'm just like okay i'm done i did what i had to do and i'm done and i'll go put my watch back on and put my phone in my pocket you realized while you were in the shower and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to get, get back out there. It's like, oh, what if somebody texted me? Dude, have your, has your phone ever died in public? Like one time when I was at a mall and Aaron went to go to the bathroom and my phone died. Oh, and that's the just, worst oh. time for your phone to die. Not a big deal. I was like really close. But just the fact that I was standing there by myself observing like that's what i mean if if your significant other has to go do something without you and you have to wait for them that is the worst time to not have a phone yeah dude it it was like i just fucking looked like you you're looking at people and then you're like looking away you're like okay it's probably not okay to like look in that direction (laughs) (laughs) yo but like this being normal the best thing in the world that you could possibly do is people watch oh yeah so if you could do that on the sly then you don't need a cell phone ever Cause you could just sit no. there and watch all the goofballs walk in front of you. Oh shit. That's what I did. Dude. When my, when I didn't have a phone for like four days, I would go to a co- this coffee shop, which is already so stupid, but yeah, nice like, job. I'd go pick up a coffee. How do you go to a coffee shop without some kind of device? Dude, that's what I mean is <laughs> I would sit there and I would, I would every day I'd walk in the newspapers were at the front door. I'd order my stuff. Yeah. Walk back to the door to wait. And I would sit at a stool at the door and just read the newspaper. Man, I learned so much shit. I was like, people were talking like in our office and yeah. I was like, man, I know what they're talking. I know exactly what they're talking about. I guarantee that some anyone who walked into that coffee shop seeing you without a phone out reading the newspaper is just like- I thought I was an asshole. That motherfucker is going to kill somebody or have someone in his trunk already. <gasps> shit, dude. Just yesterday I was, I was in a coffee shop and I seen a kid get up and go and grab a newspaper and I was like, this kid's a freak. <laughs> 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 see there you go Fucking show off yeah. <laughs> show off you think you're so smart <laughs> my favorite my favorite line from the simpsons is uh homer is just like if he's so smart how come he's dead <laughs> dude that oh that's so perfect that's really funny oh my god you ready for i guess that was the hot minute that was a hot minute you ready for the the, for the, the grand finale. The grand finale. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, let's see. I work as an in-house designer and I enjoy my job, but it lacks some of the higher creative thinking that I enjoyed in school. When I sit down to start sketching, nothing happens. 
My brain is just dead after work and I feel like I've lost some of that passion I had for design. I want to start designing for my own enjoyment again, but I'm not quite sure on how to get started. What do you think about that? Oh, thank you. Mm. <laughs> thank you. Um, huh, that's a good question. What to do when your soul is sucked out of you? Does that happen to you? No. No, you know why? You know why it doesn't happen to me? And I don't know, maybe maybe this person can kind of take this and run with it. I find that there's two things. Number one, being exhausted is very hard to be creative. I know that. That's for sure. If that's the case, you got to make use of the weekends and your vacation time, whenever you're away from work. It's the only way to do it. That's number one. Number two, I've found that like, Anytime I'm annoyed by something or I'm angry about something, it's always the best way that I've learned to deal with those types of emotions is through creating something. So like if something really pisses me off about, you know, what's going on in the world or if something's just like I've I experienced something with uh, people in an event or something like that, that I really disagree with or something. I've just found that like that type of emotional kind of response has always been like a really good way for me to kind of kick back into it because, and that maybe that's kind of like the old kind of like the hardcore punk type of mentality of just like, you know, fuck the man type of thing. And just, and just like, I'm going to, I'm going to create something that shows how against this kind of train of thought is like, I always used to do that. And I, I, I always felt like, um, that's a good way to kind of help, uh, you know, get, get your opinion out, you know? So I, I don't know if that's maybe a good way to start it. And then there's also times when I just feel like I just need to try and do something. And whenever I try to do something is when I do the worst shit, because I'm always yes. just like, I'm just like, I don't have any real purpose right now, you know? And I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to doodle. And nothing good ever comes of that, ever. You know, it's always just like really bad, like lifeless garbage with no point or meaning or anything like that. It's crazy how long I can sit there and be like, what should I draw? And I can't think of fucking anything. And I always just default to like drawing a pop can or a spray can every single time. Really? Just because it's so crazy how your mind can just turn off that easily. And be like nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, every every time I sit down, I'm just like, I'm just going to draw for fun. Yeah. I can't. I can't do that. Isn't that crazy, dude? Because I grew up, that was my fucking life. Sure. Yeah, me too. Now I'm like, all right, what's the brief? I think, I think, and that's true. But I think the problem is, is that you, you grow up drawing for fun because you have yet to explore what drawing for a living does. Yeah. Once you start drawing for a living, drawing for fun doesn't really mean anything anymore, you know? And uh, and until you get to that point where you rediscover its meaning, you can't do it, you know? And I feel like every now and again, I rediscover that meaning and then I can draw for fun and like something good comes of it. But it's like, I found that the only way that I can do these things is if I feel like there's a purpose to it. Yeah. You know, I, I need some kind of purpose, whether it's like, I want to make a t-shirt line or I want to, you know, rally against something, or I want to make, um, 
covers for my playlists in Spotify or something like that. Yeah. Like I need like a reason to create something. Otherwise this, the sit down and doodle is just like, eh. So like maybe the solution to this is like coming up for an idea of something you want to make. What is something you always wanted to make? You know, did you want to do a t-shirt line? Do you want to do like, uh, like you want to do some screen printed posters? You want to, you know, like just come up with some shit, make some stickers, make some pins, make some patches, like do like easy shit that you can produce and feel like you actually accomplished something, you know? And if you can make something to feel like you accomplished something, it's going to give you that jolt of like, oh my God, that was so fun. I want to do that again. You know, you, all you need to do is just kind of get that spark of life back in again. Once you get that spark back, then you're just like, then you're like back on track. And then it doesn't matter what's trying to bring you down because as you're at that soul sucking job, all you're thinking about is going home and creating that shit. But dude, that's, that's my, that is actually one of my problems is Mm -hmm. during at work, I can think of exactly how I'm going to do something yeah, and how I'm so amped to get home and draw. And that's at like noon. Mm -hmm. And then I'll spend another four and a half, five, six hours. And by the time I get home, that fucking joy or that like drive that like that idea that it's I had, gone. It, it, dude, I'm like, I don't even give a fuck about it. Yeah, You're just like, I've had enough of this. Like yeah, I just, yeah. I, I just want to watch some stupid video on YouTube and go to bed, which is, I assume dude, what you would probably do. Dude, you know, what's crazy is I was just talking to Aaron about this and it's been like con- probably like three or four weeks now of coming home, working till 11 30, 12. Yeah. And then going right to bed. Yeah. And I know you're, it's crazy because I know that you've done that forever. Yeah. And it's not killing me. Like I love it, but it's it that that's very interesting is because now I've reached a point where it's like, I can come home and just work mm-hmm. and get stuff done. Mm-hmm. I've kind of overcome that, which is just because I've had to, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm forced to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that, that happened when you decided you wanted to be my intern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Like, like, they're just not quitting. You didn't know what you were getting yourself into. You're like, oh, no. I want to do this. This is going to be fun. I'm like, you you really don't know, man. Dude, I'm a fucking machine now. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but <laughs> I can pump shit out though, for sure. I was thinking about, so so today um, today is uh, was the launch of Book of Nines, which is the project we've been working on like crazy. And it, it launched at South by Southwest. I wasn't able to go unfortunately for, you know, random reasons. Um, but thinking about how much effort went into it and just like how many all nighters and shit went into kind of like getting the brand done, getting the products ready, getting all that stuff ready to go. And I was sitting there and I was doing some last minute stuff just now. And, um, it was some stuff that didn't have to be perfect. It just had to be done. And I was thinking about like, I was like, oh, maybe I should give this to Brent. And I, 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 I didn't because I was just like, I feel like maybe he's going to try to be too perfect about this. And I said, this, <laughs> this is going to be like the, this, this would be the, the exact point where he has to learn where to draw the line between getting it done and getting it done right. Because sometimes you just need to get it done. And there were some things in here that like, they were going to be like small enough that didn't have to be perfect. So yeah. they just had to be done. You know, yeah. and it, it's one of those things that I learned the hard way too, where it's just like, sometimes you got to throw your perfection out the window and just get something done because it has to be done. And I think that's like one of those things yeah. that you learn in terms of like becoming a machine. It's just like, how do you just finish this? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I would say that, I would say that, uh, 
Yeah, thanks for not giving me that bullshit. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely think that is something that I've learned from you. That it, uh, I mean, I you already know because we've had these conversations where I don't like to fucking just wing shit. Right, right, right. I don't want it to look good. I don't want to fucking do a horrible job. I mean, but uh, but I, no, nobody does. Like, you don't want to do a bad job. Yeah, you know, like I the sometimes last, you just got to do the job. Exactly. Like the last thing I would want to do is is do a bad job of something. But but you have to be able to tell the difference between what's good and what's done. Yes, you know. Yeah, because you can go forever. That's oh, that's totally. maybe the, the difference between. Maybe that's my problem with sitting down and just drawing. Is that your problem? Do you think? Like, at what point is this going to be done? And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's my problem. It's just like I don't think I really give a shit about when something's going to be done or not. At this point, you know, like. I, I just want to just like make stuff, you know, like, you know, what's a good example is um, whenever you look at like a really famous artist's sketchbook yeah, and you just look and see like the ideas like falling out of their heads and you're just like, oh my, that is the, that is, that is the work that I am the most jealous of. Yeah. You know, like I just, I love seeing like the, the sketchbooks of some of these artists are just like stunning stunning work and you're just like jesus like this is like so pure it's such yeah, there's this quote and it's like you're not learning how to draw you're learning how to see yes and like dude yes looking at people's sketchbooks like there's a few artists like lately that i've just been like and it's stuff i would never do myself like oil paintings and things like that mm-hmm. and looking at their sketches and their oil paintings and and like their commercial work, which I don't give a fuck about. Right. They're, it's so fucking intense and amazing. It is. To see how somebody thinks and to see their choice. Do you ever, <sighs> do you ever, you ever go to a museum and see like the sketch next to a giant painting of like some famous master or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the multiple sketches following it and stuff as they try to figure out what the, what the composition is going to be and all that. I don't know if I've seen that, but. Maybe, I, I mean, they have, I mean, I, I, I live in New York where we have like yeah. a ton of art museums, so it's very easy to do that. Um, we have two. Yeah. <laughs> you have like the Canadian like beaver art museum where it's just like a bunch of beavers just like smacking their tail against the wall with paint on it and shit. Dude, that's a downside of, of, of Canada is that we just have a lot of art that's like, this is a Canadian artist and it it's cool, but... <laughs> Ladies well, and gentlemen, a Canadian artist. Yeah, oh, look at this I, landscape of the Rocky Mountains. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, care. you know what's really funny is like I grew up in Long Island, so when when you wouldn't be so Long Island, if you're not aware, or if other people are not aware, is it's a Long Island. It's a Long Island. It's it's the it's the island that um, has Brooklyn and Queens on it, but the other half of the island is Nassau County and Suffolk County. Um, and Nassau County and Suffolk County aren't considered New York City. Um, so I grew up in Nassau County, which is next to Queens. So I grew up on the border of New York City, but it's not classified as New York City. And holy shit, dude, you're not even fucking, you're not even a New Yorker. Oh, you're going to do, you're going to pull this? You're going to pull this? Well, dude, I didn't realize, man, you just said it yourself. Yeah, no, I, hey, it's not New York City. I, it's right next to New York City. And it's just like literally everyone works in New York City. But it's technically not New York City. It's not a. It's not one of the five boroughs. Oh, well, all right. Yeah. So I mean, hey, you go 
Go fuck yourself. <laughs> go take Dude, your I'm st- as much New Yorker as you are. Go, go take your stupid ass dogs and get, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Watch out. Hold on. Let me tell you something. Did you ever see the movie The Godfather? Yeah. Would you consider them New Yorkers? Yeah. Yeah. That takes place in Nassau County where I grew up. All right? <laughs> Man, so... So a lot of phonies up there, <laughs> phony New Yorkers. <laughs> what about the fact that I live in New York State? Nah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> it's so funny when people say that sometimes, like, you're not a real New Yorker. I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm, nothing makes me more mad than that. Listen to my goddamn <laughs> voice. <laughs> my, my New Yorker. <laughs> anyway, I don't even remember where I was going with this. Oh God, you got me all riled up now. Oh, sorry, man. Jesus Christ. We were we were talking. Oh, about I I know. I was gonna shit talk Long Island actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like, so like in Long Island, like one of the things that okay, so there's two things. Uh, Matt, who used to be my partner in CXXVI. Um, we used to always joke about Long Island designers. And this happens with like Long Islanders a lot because a lot of people are like we we grew up like like teetering on the edge of New York City. Um, so a lot of people would kind of just assume that their ideas were as valuable as as like the people who operate at a high level in Manhattan because yeah. we're, we were so close to it. Um, but it, it's just like, no, those are all bad ideas. But like people also would not take chances in Long Island. You would like so in in Manhattan, if you look at restaurants, if you look at um, clothing stores, even movie theaters, whatever, everything is so unique and people put so much thought and effort into it. But when you get into Long Island, people just assume that since it's, you know, like New York, New York, like that it it should be regarded as such. But yes. everyone literally does the same thing over and over again. And it's the same shit where it's just like, the, if you ever go to like a Long Island gallery, you know, just like kind of like a middle of the road gallery or whatever, it's always just like the same painting of like a beach with a seagull or like a lighthouse or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. Just like the same thing over and over and over again. And we used to always joke about like, the, we used to call them Long Island designers, where it was people who were just like not really good at design, but just like just good enough to be uh, able to charge Working. someone else for yeah. their work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so when we, were, when, when we were younger and we were starting, we were just like, we can't, we can't work here. Like we have to, like the fact that we were like Long Island kids trying to design was such a hindrance to start. Because it was just like, it was just like, all right, well, you're not in the city, so like you're worth nothing, you know. Like we, when you go into the city, you're just like, oh my god, we have to dig our way out of a hole that we didn't even know that we were in to begin with, yeah, you know. But it's it's really funny. That's that's the same thing. So like, you know, like where like technically like where I grew up, like in Long Island, like you can't. I mean, if there was a gallery there, you're not seeing anything special. Yeah. But if you go 20 minutes west, then you're just like, oh. Here's the greatest things in the entire world, you know? Interesting. So it's that's, it's similar to where I am, except for it's all shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, 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 like 20 minutes, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah. 20 yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> in the opposite. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I mean, it was, it, it, it's in it, New York, especially like lower New York is a very interesting place because you have, you have Manhattan, which is 
from top to bottom is all sorts of different shit. You have Brooklyn and Queens, which is part of Long Island, and Nassau and Suffolk, which is like true Long Island, which is like um, suburbs and families and everyone who works in the city who doesn't want to live in a building lives there, you know. Then you have Staten Island, which is in between uh, the city and New Jersey, and it's kind of exactly what you think it would be in between those two things. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a shell. And then, and then you got the Bronx and Westchester, and Westchester is kind of like like the Long Island suburbs of the North, except with like more celebrities living there, you know. And uh, and and it's just so funny. Like within within an hour's distance, you can go to the beach, uh, go to a, a twenty million dollar apartment, and go skiing. Like all at this, like all at once. And it's just like so crazy how many different things. So like even now, like when the weather sucks, it's amazing to be able to like just sit back and you're like, all right, well, I could like literally do whatever I want depending on the season. I could go, I could surf if I wanted to. I could snowboard. I could do all those things. And I don't have to travel more than an hour and a half in either direction. Do you surf? No, I surfed one time and I thought I broke my balls in half. (laughs) (laughs) I did a I did the worst, most embarrassing split in the world. Like I, I got up and I was actually surfing. I was like, I, I did it. I'm standing. And I like rode a wave and everything, but I didn't know how to get off. And then when I hit the shore, I did the, the biggest split in the world. And I actually had to check because I was just like, I don't think everything is there. I think I, I, think I lost something. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so back to sketchbooks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to fucking six sketchbooks Where, how do you get on a sketchbook i don't know man i think i, I was talking about museums oh yeah 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 i was talking about museums museums no, are, then, museums are great though i love museums but then we're talking about seeing people's sketchbooks yeah seeing artist sketchbooks yeah i don't That's know it. sketchbooks are the greatest thing in the world the be- one of my favorite sketchbooks is the r crumb sketchbook yeah you had oh, sent that to me earlier god it's so amazing do you own them? Yeah. Yeah, you do. It's it's just like I if I could replace every book in my house with a sketchbook, I I I it would just be the most incredible thing. Those are my favorite things to have. Yeah, dude. I mean, we've talked about this. We don't care about like I at least I don't. I don't care about people's commercial work. At all. Yeah, because you see it. I mean, a lot of, like, if you like the artist, you're seeing the commercial work anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I found a few artists through their, like, concept art, like, through their sketches and stuff like that. And just, I mean, you, you, you can see why their commercial work is so fucking good. Yeah. Well, right, 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 right. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like, the commercial work is the commercial work because it's so polished and incredible. You know, yes. and I think I think as as artists and stuff like that, you see that and you take it for granted because you know kind of what goes into it, and you appreciate more so the thing that goes into it because you know of so many people that can create amazing things that you're more interested in the process behind it, which is why I think people like us are dr- more drawn to sketchbooks than actual final pieces. You know, like like a regular person who's not an artist or not a creative person will look at that. And be like, that's amazing. And then if they see the sketch, they're just like, well, 
what is that like half finished piece of artwork? Like I want to see the finished artwork, but like, it's like, no, that's the fucking framework. The, the, yeah. The you know, structure. See like the different colored pencils or something that they're using to help. The, like all these different things, the masking tape, the tears in the paper, like all that shit, like the weird notes to like yeah. remind them to do something like that's the shit, man. That's what everybody loves. Like, like that's what like creatives love to see. Cause it's a, yeah. it's a peek into someone's mind, you know? Yes. Yeah, because the finished work is like, I know I can, like anybody can get there. Yeah, right. Anyone can polish something. Right. You can polish a fucking any pebble. Yes, exactly. You can, uh, yeah. Yes, you can polish a pebble. Sure, why not? You can po- polish any <laughs> pebble you want. <laughs> a lot of, but a, like, a lot of pebble polishing up there in Canada. Right <laughs> pebble collections. <laughs> Yo, I can just imagine like there's like pebble swap meets where everyone's just like, oh, take a look at my pebbles, eh? <laughs> They open their cloth. You think it's like diamonds. It's just <laughs> all its pebbles. <laughs> but you're right. It's like it's an insight into their mind and yes. how, how they process things. And yeah, like if, if drawing is seeing, it's like you want to understand how somebody sees something. Mm. Right. Yeah. Because you're, even your sketches are huge insights into like how you think. Yeah, I guess so. I, everybody's are. Yeah, definitely. everybody's are for sure. Absolutely. Are you gonna put out a sketchbook? Maybe one day. I don't draw enough. I don't get to draw enough. I, like these days, I'm like doing too much direction, where I'm I don't get to sit down. That's my other problem too. Like I have a few friends that are just like illustrators. Like that's their job, and they keep sketchbooks. And I see it, and it drives me nuts that I don't do that. I mean, me and you a few times have had those conversations where we're like, we're, we're gonna start. We keep trying. And then you'll send me a photo of yours and I'll be like, fuck, that's sick. And then I'll send you one of mine yeah. and then, and then, and then, then we not, just don't do it. Yeah, we're just yeah. like, cool, two drawings. That's not, sure, two, two drawings does not a sketchbook make. <laughs> no, it doesn't do anything for, your, <laughs> for you to learn anything. Oh, oh my God. Dude, I just need to go out and buy like a pack though. Because I have like different size sketchbooks. No, you don't need to do that. It's not about, it's not about the pack. It's about just drawing. You got to just draw. That's you're totally that's right. The problem, man. This is the problem, and it, it, this is this is every this is every artist issue. Is like you go out there and you're like, I'm going to start a sketchbook, and you go out there and you buy the nice sketchbook and you buy the new pencils and you buy this and that, but then you come home and you don't want to make a mark on the first page because you're just like, oh shit, now I set this whole thing up to be sacred and I can't touch it. You just got to draw, man. Get a fucking Three ring binder. Get a get a mead lined notebook. Mead. You know what I mean? Mead. Yeah. Get like a lined notebook, like a college rule notebook. Get like something that means nothing and then just start drawing in it. That's yeah, you're totally it. right. It's the only way. It's the exact reason. I don't know how you feel about this. I will not. I, I can't bring myself right now to buy the new iPad. Because. That's totally different. No, it's not, dude. My 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 twin brother just got into taking photos. He bought like a Sony A7 yeah. S2 or something like that. Yeah. The Sony A7 III comes out. Mm-hmm. Dude, the guy that hasn't taken enough fo- fucking photos to justify it, he went, traded his camera, and got the newest one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want the I don't want the 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 product to be the reason that I'm doing the work, right? It serves me. You know what I mean? Here's the difference. Here is the difference. If you are okay, when I look at illustrator friends who are doing sketchbooks, they're drawing constantly. 
So they can go out and they can get different types of sketchbooks, the better sketchbooks, the worst sketchbooks, whatever, because no matter what, they're already in the habit of drawing. They just need a place to put it. So they can go out and get the different type of sketchbooks. They can go out and get the new iPad. I can go, okay, out, good I can go out and get the new iPad because regardless of how much direction work I'm doing, I still am drawing enough that it's not going to change the fact that I'm not going to draw on it. Okay, good point. Like I'm using it every day, all day. Exactly. So that's not going to change. It's the, it, where, where, where the problem lies is when you're just like, I need to start a sketchbook. And then you go out and you buy a friggin' $25 moleskin and then you come home and then you never touch it. And then it's just yeah. like, like I could, I could go, book, go to any bookshelf in my house and find a moleskin on the shelf and it's mostly empty. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because I fucked it up by doing a shitty doodle after I did some some that I liked. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Does that make you angry? That that actually pisses me off when I see on Instagram people flipping through their sketchbooks, their little tiny sketchbooks, and they open them up and they're just like fucking perfectly rendered illustrations. Yes, I hate that. And dude, it makes me so angry. I have I was I was using like a lot of pocket notebooks for a while to do uh, before the before the iPad kind of ruined all of my friggin' paperworks. Um, but like I had a lot of pocket sketchbooks for a while because it, it was great like to to know that I could literally rip a page out or throw the whole notebook out if I hated it is what makes me love it more, you know? So it's- Did you want to rip a page out though? No, but the fact that th- that was that was what got me into it was the fact that I knew that if I if something was really that bad, I could just rip it out and and it wouldn't ruin the notebook. Like it, it was just like, okay, well that, that's how I started really getting into illustration too. Like I had tried for years and years and years, but like until I discovered drawing on printer paper and the fact that I could have just crumpled up the page and thrown it in the garbage, like that, it lifted all the restrictions on me because it just yeah. felt like it wasn't sacred. It felt like I could just make mistakes and it was okay. You know, I think that's what you need to, you need to get to that point where it's okay to make a mistake. So I, I agree with that. And then that also makes me think of like in high school when my art teacher was like, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try something new. Right. And I'd always be like, what does that fucking mean? Like right. I'm, I'm showing up every day. I'm trying every day. Right. I'm doing what I want. But it wasn't until like I started doing it for a living that it's like, you know what I mean? Or like wanting to like make every sketch in my sketchbook perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That you realize what that means. Right. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's just like, I do that. I do that all the time where I'm just like, let me just draw with a different brush. You know, what can I do with this? What can I do with like a big flat brush? What can I do with only pencil with only colored pencils? Like, how can I, what can I, what can I do with these things? And, and just, just try it. And then to see what comes of it, you know, like it starts to like dictate a style or something, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, it's, um, it, it's one of those things. If you're drawing constantly, it doesn't matter what you're drawing and you can, you can go and you can do those things. But if you're not drawing and you want to draw, the best thing you can draw in is the biggest piece of shit you can find. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. Like that is a, does it make you kind of want to go draw right now? Cause I want to go draw. Right I would now. love to draw right now. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what to draw. I just want, I just wish I could draw like our crumb, <laughs> you know? Like, see, yeah, that guy's a pervert. <laughs> I know, yeah, totally. But, like, it's the style is just so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. He draws with such volume, with such, you know, like, oh, it's just so good. It's yeah, incredible. Dude, it's amazing. 
it, it's incredible to see like how he can create something so beautiful with with such a distinct like single line type of style. Yeah, so it's just like a ballpoint pen. Hey? It's all it is, man. That's why you don't need you don't need special equipment to be amazing. You just need a piece of paper and a and a writing device, and it's all you need. Because, like, and that that's why it's just like like programs and stuff like that. Like these are not things that make you a good designer or a good artist. Yeah. What makes you a good artist is your ideas. Yeah. You know what is your idea, and how do you translate that into something that other people can see? That's what makes you good. Dude, that, this might be too big of a topic to even get into then, but do you think that like good ideas are are finite? Like there's only so many good ideas out there. Like do you do you live by that? Mm, like, no, like absolutely not. No? No, definitely not. Absolutely not. No, because a good idea, a good idea isn't necessarily a new idea. A good idea is an interpretation of another idea, I think. And, and I think it, it's, it's a difference too between some people saying that like, like that good, like, like great artists steal or like, yeah. you know, like that, that whole thing where people completely misinterpret it. I think it's- To justify them stealing. Yeah, to justify them being a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's more like- um, Oh, one second. I just got to grab the door. Yeah, sure. Sorry, man. Oh, Brent just walked away. You know what happens every time Brent walks away from the mic, puts his headphones down. He's probably going to fucking hide a body or something like that. He's just like, oh, I forgot. I left that thing in my trunk. I better get rid of it before I'm found out. I've been sitting on a microphone for an hour and a half and no one knows. All right. See you guys later. So am I editing that out or? I don't know. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you didn't say anything? I didn't say shit. Jess, your fucking sound was so nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to look for now. <laughs> oh my God, now I've been found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think that, um, I, I think, I think, Good ideas come from the place of, of like, uh oh. Sorry. You fucking ignoring me? No, dude. I'm <laughs> driving home food. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. I'm going to leave this in. Oh, good. You should leave it in. You should, at least somebody cares about you. But I'm going to, oh, yeah, I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of food did you get? What are we doing here? Uh, some sushi. Sushi? What kind of sushi do you like? Just like, uh, just some salmon. Sa- just like a, that's not sushi. It's just like a, it's an actual just salmon on a plate. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much. <laughs> that's like Canadian sushi. We're doing like, yeah. Did she go, some- did she go ice fishing to get it out? <laughs> Dude, I saw a guy ice fishing for the first time like a week or two ago. In New York? Yeah, it was fucked up. I've never seen that in real life before. I saw that and I was like, yo, what is that guy doing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad grew up ice fishing. I'm sure he did. Yeah, dude. I'm sure he did, man. That's probably like how they just like used. That's how your family probably used to eat. (laughs) (laughs) The first time I ever saw ice fishing on television, I was like, "Yo, what? Why? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you ever do that?" Also, like I see, I I understand doing it as like a means to survive. Mm. But like guys who are like gonna go fishing. 
Gonna go out ice fishing. Sit around a hole for sit around a frozen hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, no, thank you. No, why would you want to do that? No, thank you. No, thank you. I I I don't want to be around any frozen holes. Never. No, thank you. Because <laughs> yo, the first time I don't even remember where the first time I saw it was. Maybe it was on a TV show or something. When I was just like, yo, why are you sitting on top of a frozen lake? Um, I'm pretty sure that the lake broke at some point. And the guy then, fell in? Yeah, and then they fell in. And died. Probably died. Because yeah, that's yeah. what happens, right? When you fall in like a frozen lake, you like, for some reason, you just get like swept under the ice. Yeah. Like and the then current you, and shit like that. Yeah, and then that's it, man. Then you're dead. Yeah, dude. I don't want to do that, man. You keep that shit. No, you know what? I don't want to do it either. I'll never do it. <laughs> Although, as much shit talking as we did about horses. Yeah. Yesterday, I went out to my dad has a has three horses. We went out and seen the horses, and huge pieces of shit. But the I horses, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are they pieces of shit? Where they just talk about you like in a really weird way? <laughs> Thank you, hey Ginger. <laughs> no, the fact that like they hey, all came. Hey Ginger, I left a load over there. Go eat it. He's like, oh man, that's a mean horse. No, dude, this pissed me off. They all came running up. Yeah. Uh, s- smell your hands and stuff like that. They smell when your they hands. Know that you yeah. When they know, when they don't, when they know that you don't have any food, they just turn around and run away. Okay. They don't give a fuck. They're trying to survive. Yeah, man, they're eating tons of food. We showed up there eating hay. You they come over. There. <laughs> hey, man, if you, if you don't, if you're not bringing what they need, they don't need you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wanted to to pet them, man. Let me just put it this way: they don't have pants on. All right, they're <laughs> they're out there in the wilderness naked, and you're just like, but I just want to pet you, and they're just like, yo, it's cold out here, and I have nothing to eat. <laughs> so go get me a jacket, and then we'll talk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but yeah, fuck ice fishing. Do you ever see a horse laying down like sleeping? No, it's bad. It, well. Sometimes they, I think they do occasionally sit down. I've seen a horse laying down and it, it's, it's like really disturbing. No, they die, dude. When they, they lay down. Is that true? They just die? Yeah, I well, thought I'm that's like, sure. like, I thought it happened sometimes. Like a horse will just lay down. It's like, ah, oh, I had a rough day at the office. No, dude. I, I think. At the horfus. No, man. It's like their, their intestines get all wound up. Oh. And so they'll lay down. They get horse cut. And, yeah, dude, and if they stand up and just walk, yeah, it, it, it un- strains itself out. No shit. Wait, their intestines straighten out? If they stand up, if you can get them stood up and walking, yeah. it'll fix itself. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they just like straighten out, like it becomes just like one long line of intestines. Oh, it's just falling out? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, a, like a clown, like pulling a fucking, like one of those never-ending handkerchiefs out of his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Miles and miles of intestine. <laughs> oh no! All right, right. Well, that was a good episode. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, hey, you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you should rate and review it. Maybe you should give it five stars. Maybe you should do that. Maybe you should help us out. Come on, we do all this for you, man. Come on, help us out. Uh, <laughs> And then, hey, you should also check out Brand by Hand, a book by me. Go to contino.book.com and get it. There's also other cool stuff. And all the books are signed if you're into that kind of thing. If you don't want me to sign it, that's cool too. Don't worry about it. I don't want to take offense. Um, 
And then check out Contino Studio and John Contino on Instagram if I will post on it. Um, we just put up some stuff for Hulu that we did. There's a new show called Shrill coming out on Hulu starring A.D. Bryant from Saturday Night Live. And we did all the branding and uh, campaign identity management and uh, animation for a lot of the stuff on there too. So check that out. And uh, of course, if you have questions or comments, as always, leave them on nosecast.com and we will be happy to respond to them in ways that may or may not answer what you're looking for, as we are known to do. Uh, Brent, as always, will you leave us with a chunk of wisdom? I got nothing. God damn it. Like, just once. Just once. I would hope that you would come prepared. Throw!